Hey, hey, Legal Pagers. Welcome to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. Now, this is the second installment of my Legally Legit series. And like I said last week, we are going back to the basics here. And I'm talking all about legal stuff related to you owning a business. This is the bread and butter of the Legal Page business as a whole. It's why I created the Legal Page. I want to help online small businesses be legit and protect themselves. So today in the second installment, we are talking about filing a DBA, which is a doing business as business structure versus an LLC, which is a limited liability company. Without further ado, let's get into it. You're listening to the Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. As a reminder, before we get into this episode, I am legally obligated to give my disclaimer. So I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. All legal information I talk about on this episode is intended for the masses and a large variety of different businesses. I am only your attorney when you hire me and we sign an engagement letter for me to work specifically on your legal issues. Please feel free to seek out another attorney in your hometown if you need specific legal advice or contact me for more information. Alrighty, here's the episode, friends. Alrighty, Legal Pagers, like I talked about in my introduction, today we are talking about filing a DBA versus filing an LLC. I get asked this question a lot when I speak at conferences, through website inquiries, through DMs, through Facebook, you name it. I'm constantly getting asked not only the difference between an LLC and a DBA, but how to file both and if you do even have to file as a small business owner. So I definitely want to direct you to episode five of the Legal Page podcast, which goes over every type of business structure, not only a sole proprietorship, which is also a DBA, but an LLC and an S corporation. I talk a lot about taxes and the tax implications of all three business structures. Now, this episode is specifically focused on filing them with your county and your state government. So I just want to start out by saying the biggest difference between a DBA, remember that's a doing business as, and I'm going to refer to that throughout this episode, and an LLC, which is a limited liability company, I'm just going to call all both of these by their acronyms, is liability protection. That's the difference between these two. So Under a DBA, there's really no difference between the business owner and the business. I like to talk about this as like an arm and extension of yourself. So you are filing all of your taxes and your business is operating pretty much under you as a person and your social security number. On the other hand, an LLC provides that limited liability protection that is in its name. So the business owner that would file a DBA wants to keep their personal assets and their business assets separate. And that's very important for why the LLC structure as a whole is so beneficial to small business owners. So a DBA, which can also be referred to as an assumed business name, a trade name, 
or a fictitious business name, so all of those could be potentially what your state calls it, is set up by an individual who wishes to conduct their business under a different name. So you want to create a separate business that isn't your own personal legal name. So if I were to create a business, for example, that is just quote unquote Paige Griffith, it would, wouldn't have to be registered as a DBA. But if I named my business, say, quote, Paige's Pretty Florals, it would need to be registered as a doing business as because it's different from my specific legal personal name. Now, an LLC operates essentially like a corporation and a quasi sole proprietorship all in one. So it affords you as the business owner limited liability. So anything that has to do with negligence suits would be only within what I like to call the business bubble and the business assets. So it wouldn't be able, no negligence suit or action would be able to reach your personal assets. It's limited liability because if you do any type of intentional act, you could possibly be held personally liable for those type of things. And so they would be able to also reach into your personal assets, but it's limited liability for really any tortious actions that would occur, which is what we are trying to avoid avoid as business owners. So the, the benefits here, and I don't really need to go into this because I talk all about the benefits of an LLC. You guys know that I love LLC business structures. They're passed through taxation entities. It's really, really important to be an LLC uh, because it's not only professional, but it's registered with your state. So you're an actual official business entity. A DBA actually isn't a business entity at all. It's not registered with your state. It's just a name. So the name you choose for your LLC is the legal name of your company. And this means that the name of your company is the name that you will use when you conduct business. So you're going to put this on your contracts. You're going to put this on your signature line of your emails. And you're always going to refer to your business as, like I do, the legal page comma LLC. So of course there are benefits to be an LLC and we're not going to get into that into this episode. I really just want to go into the difference between registering a DBA versus registering a limited liability company. So First and foremost, let's go over the costs. So when I talk about, you know, whether you should be a sole proprietorship, which is a DBA or an LLC to like a starting budding business owner, I always like to point out that it's okay to be a sole proprietorship and just operate as a DBA for the time being until you have lots of clients, you have more risks and liabilities that are involved in your business and it would be time and more beneficial to move to an LLC. But all in all, the costs of registering a DBA are, of course, less than that of an LLC. So sole proprietors that don't want to pay any of the LLCs and registration fees that are included when you file your articles of incorporation with your state, they can be anywhere from $50 to like $800 in some states. So that's pretty expensive for some people. And a DBA is much less expensive because you're really just registering the name with your state. So there's, of course, you don't have to do anything in terms of registering and paying that big hefty fee to be an actual business entity or an LLC. More so, you don't have to file what's called an annual report. 
And so LLCs have to keep on, you know, on top of it. And every year they have to file an annual report with their state and they have to pay another fee. So they pay to register to begin with, and then they pay every year to keep up their business as an active business in their state. Usually this is much less than just registering, you know, from the get-go with your state. So say you register your LLC and it's like $200 every year, it might be like $25 to keep it active. So really it's not that much, but if you are a sole proprietor just starting out, it's probably beneficial to just file a DBA because the costs are super low. It's probably anywhere from $20 to $50. It could be a little more in states like California and New York. I haven't actually checked because I may be, you know, I'm just in Montana. Um, but I know that New York, California, they have pretty hefty fees for things. So I would just suggest, you know, looking at the cost of a DBA and an LLC. It's much, much less to file a DBA. So how do you register a DBA? Now, this varies from state to state and even county to county. But I want you to know that you can file a DBA online. So most states have gone entirely to the 21st century and states will allow you to file online easily. The purpose of registering this DBA or doing business as is to ensure that you are transparent in the identity of your business and the company and the owner of that business. So when you register a DBA, it locks in that business name with your state. So remember, when you go online to file this, it could be a DBA, it could be an assumed business name, it could be a trade name, or it could be a fictitious name. And this ensures that no one else can take your business name with your state. And again, you're not filing a business entity. You're just filing the business name with your state. So that is pretty much all you have to do to register a DBA. You just go online. Usually it's on your secretary of state website. Sometimes it's on like a department of your state. I know Florida has like sun kiss or something like that department. So it's not through their secretary of state. Um, But if you just Google it, you'll be able to easily find it within like the top three that pop up. So I also want you to remember that when you're filing a DBA, it's just filing the business name with your state. I don't want you to forget to check with your county laws because there are probably permits and licenses that you need to get for operating a business out of your home and for operating a sole proprietorship or a business within your you know, county confines. So make sure that you check with your county laws because you might have to also file either that you are operating as a DBA or you might have to get some licenses for operating out of your home when you're a DBA. That's always a step that some uh, sole proprietors forget. So if you're a sole proprietor, you don't have to register your DBA. I want to be very clear with that. You don't have to do anything when you start a business, but you could get into some trouble if A, someone else's name is also the same in your state. So you want to go check your state uh, website and make sure that there's no other assumed business name under that name. And if there isn't, I would highly suggest that you file that with your state so you can lock in your business name that no one else takes. And then while you may not have to in some counties, some counties do require you to get special permits and licenses for being an at-home business. Now, forming an LLC and registering it. This is a little bit bigger and a little more, you know, step-by-step process. And of course it costs a little bit more, Um, but they, LLCs are formed 
through your state. And again, it varies state by state. And you would file what's called articles of organization, usually with the secretary of state's office in the state that you choose to register. I always suggest that you register in your home state. If you move around a lot, register in the state that uh, you will primarily live in or that you really hope to get back to in a couple of years, because then you can file what's as what's called a foreign entity in other states. But you want to be a domestic limited liability company in one state. And then when you file your articles of organization and you pay the fee, you would be the registered agent. If you don't want your address to be on file because it is public, then you need to get a registered agent. It's really inexpensive. It's like 20 to $30 per year. And you have to have a physical address so you can't use a PO box to register an LLC in your state. You have to have a physical address. So I know for a lot of us, it's not a huge deal because we already have our addresses, our home addresses public with other things that we've put online. So just make sure you're the registered agent, if that's okay with you. And then you would file your articles of organization. You're probably going to be an LLC that goes into perpetuity, which means forever until you decide to dissolve your LLC or close your doors. And when you file your LLC, that also files the name with your state. So some people ask me, do I need to register my LLC and file an assumed business name? The answer is no, because the business name is taken when you file your LLC. It's all inclusive. But if you want to just, you know, take a little bit of time to make sure that you're ready to be an LLC and form that business entity in your state, then I would suggest that you file an assumed business name. Remember, that could also be a trade name or a fictitious name with your state to begin with. So you lock that business name in and then you can always file your articles of organization later to become an LLC. So all in all, it's pretty easy to register an LLC. Like I said, you have to register to begin with by filing those articles of organization. You have to pay the fee and then you do have to pay an annual report That's why I always suggest you do it on your own. You can do this online, but then you can attach your personal email address to uh, the filing when you register, and then you will be the one that's alerted when you need to file that annual report. I know lots of businesses miss this step because they have legal Zoom or they have their accountant file for an LLC, and then what gets lost in translation is this annual report notice. So you want to be notified by the state when you have to file this. It's really simple. They give you your business number through the state, and then you just go online, put in your business number, click file annual report. You make sure that all of your address and um, the services that you're providing and everything within uh, your registration is correct. Um, You might need to update that or change something with your annual report, and then you pay your annual fee, and then you're still an active business in your state. Now, the legal name of an LLC lasts until the business is dissolved, like I said, when you close your doors. And once an LLC is in existence, you also have the option of filing a DBA to conduct business under a name different than what is registered as the LLC business name. So lots of people like create one LLC bubble And then they might have two or three DBAs that still fall under that LLC. And you can do that with your state. But I'm not going to get into that because that's pretty complicated. If you have further questions about, you know, creating multiple DBAs under your LLC, 
then we can talk. But really, this episode is all about the difference between registering as a sole proprietorship that wants to be a DBA and then registering as an LLC. So now, you guys, I'm just going to make this disclaimer before you decide whether to register your business as an LLC or to file as a DBA. There are a ton of important factors that you should consider regarding the specifics of your business, your current financial situation, the risks and liabilities that are imposed on your business, your growth potential. And with that being said, I have a really awesome freebie for you. So it's called Selecting the Correct Business Entity, and it's a guide that will walk you through the differences between a sole proprietorship, an LLC, and an S-corporation. And I'll talk all about in this freebie, the liability protection with each, the tax implications of each, and my take on each and what would be the best for you right now as your business stands. Now, to get this freebie, you can go to bit.ly backslash business entity. That's bit.ly slash business entity. And of course, I want you to do this before you file anything. Let's make sure that you are the correct business structure. Remember, an LLC is the only business entity, but you can, of course, designate as an S corporation for tax purposes, or you could just be a sole proprietor and not register as a business entity at all. But you got to go get the freebie to know what I'm talking about here. It's bit.ly slash business entity. And of course, I'm going to link it in the show notes. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in to the second installment of the Legally Legit series here on the Legal Page podcast. I have enjoyed talking to you so much about registering DBAs and LLCs. If you have any further questions, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram or you can come join our free private Facebook community called the Legal Page Community where business owners jump in there all the time to ask any of their big legal questions. Just go to Facebook, type in the Legal Page community, answer a couple questions about your business, and we'll make sure to get you in the private community. Thank you guys so much. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.